0: In previous episodes, we have learnt about the childhood of Lord Rama, which is called Balakanda. In this episode, we are going to enter into Ayodhya Kanda, which is another chapter in the life of Lord Rama. So let's get started. Ayodhya Kanda Rama's Coronation, Ayodhya Kanda Rama had many good qualities. He was handsome and had pleasing manners. His talk was soft and affectionate. If someone rebuked him, he never replied in the same way. He would always remember the help given to him, whether it was big or small. As Kshatriya, he mastered archery and other arts. He was extremely intelligent. He knew how to talk with the people. He knew his powers but never exhibited them. His religion was to speak the truth. He would never tell a lie. He was the first person to share the troubles of others. Everyone loved him and respected him. He was the very life of the people of Ayodhya. He was the paragon of virtue. He was the jewel in the family of Ikshvakus. He was trained and taught by great rishis like Sage Vashishta and Viswamitra. He knew how to talk and convince people. He was good friend to those who approached him for help. He protected them and never abandoned them. His ultimate aim was to establish Dharma. King Dasarada always thought of Rama. He felt he was becoming old. He decided to hand over the ruling power to Rama, making him as Yuvaraja. He thought that Rama would rule better than himself. He thought that Rama was the best among men. He was best suited to rule Ayodhya. King Dasarada consulted Rajaguru Vasista and other elders of the kingdom. He knew that something bad might happen to him. His stars were not favorable to him. He thought that bad days were coming nearer. His end might happen at any time. He sent messages to all kings and chiefs to assemble in Ayodhya to discuss important matter. They all met in the council hall, except the kings of Kekaya and Mithila. The two kings did not receive Dasarada's message. King Dasarada addressed the gathering. O great men who assembled here! I want to bring to your kind notice an important thing to be discussed. The kingdom of Kosala was ruled by my ancestors who belonged to Ikshwaku family. I followed them in ruling the kingdom. I never deviated from the path of dharma. I have become old. Something bad may happen to me at any time. So with the approval of all of you, I want to make Rama as Yuvaraja. He has all good qualities to rule the kingdom. I think he is superior to me in ruling the kingdom. I want your approval for Rama to ascend the throne. All the kings and chiefs rose from their seats. In one voice, they gave their approval. They said, O king, your son Rama is noble. He is truthful speaking. Truth is his religion. All good and great qualities Are found in him. He is not an ordinary man. By his talk, he makes everyone happy and cheerful. He has patience like Mother Earth. In intelligence, he is like Brihaspati. In valour, he is like Indra. He is the embodiment of Dharma. His conduct is faultless. He is happy to see the greatness in others. He never insulted anyone either by his talk or by his action. He treated pleasure and pain on equal terms. He is proficient in every field. He is known in all three worlds. He is master of Vedas and Sastras. He is jewel among Ikshvakus. Every one of us used to think of Rama every day. We pray God like this. May Rama live long. May no evil befall on him. We are really happy to see Rama as king of Kosala. Please crown him as king of Kosala early. King Dasarada was thrilled by the words of Kosala people. He immediately gave orders for Rama's coronation. Sumantra gave orders to keep the city neat and decorate all parts of the city with flowers. Plantain leaves and banners. Each house was decorated with mango leaves, flowers and various rangoli colors. The entire king's way looked like flower carpet. Sage Vasishta and Vamadeva gave instructions to gather all things necessary for coronation. Both men and women of Ayodhya were in happy mood and they wore beautiful clothes. The queens in the royal palace were also in happy mood. They made their own preparations for Rama's coronation. Bharata and Satrugna were in Kekeya kingdom. They went with their uncle Yudajit. The two brothers were not aware of Rama's coronation. Deliberately, King Dasarada wanted to keep Bharata away from Ayodhya. He anticipated some danger from Bharata's side. It was only his fear, but not true. He expressed the same before Rama. King Dasarada summoned Rama to his palace. Rama went there and touched his feet. Dasarada embraced him again and again and said, Oh Rama, I want to talk to you personally. I have sent for you. I am getting old. I ruled this kingdom for a long time following the traditions of our ancestors of Ikshwaku family. I have performed many Yagas and yagnas. I have helped Devas in their war against Asuras. I think I have done my duty in a proper way. I do not know when my end comes. Nowadays, I am getting bad dreams. My stars are working against me. Something bad may happen to me at any time. I cannot leave the kingdom and people without a king even for a day. So I have decided to make you as Yuvaraja. Tomorrow is the proper day for coronation. Please be ready to take up reins from me. From today you must observe all the necessary rituals guided by Vasishta. Rama did not say anything. He took the dust off the feet of his father and went to his mother Kausalya. Sumitra, Lakshmana and Sita were already there in the palace. After finishing her prayer, Kausalya looked at them. Rama approached her, touched her feet and said, Oh mother, father asked me to take up the reins of Kosala kingdom. He told me that coronation will take place tomorrow. He asked me to observe fast this night along with Sita. I have come here to take your blessings. Please bless me and Sita. Queen Kausalya was so happy. She took both Rama and Sita in her hands and blessed them. Sumitra also blessed them. Kausalya told Rama, Rama, my child, I have been waiting for this day for a very long time. Rama, my child, may you live long. May your enemies who stand in the way of your coronation perish. My prayers to Lord Narayana have been fulfilled. On the instructions of sage Vasishta, Rama and Sita observed Diksha. They performed puja to Lord Narayana and Goddess Lakshmi. They slept on dharba grass. They woke up and performed the morning oblations with sacred water. Rama recited Gayatri Mantra 108 times. He wore white silk garments. Rama worshipped Brahmins, who were in the palace. Both men and women of Ayodhya expressed their joy in singing and dancing all through the night. They were eagerly waiting for tomorrow's coronation of Rama. There was joy everywhere in the city Ayodhya. Mandara, the servant maid of Kaikeyi, observed the massive preparations for Rama's coronation and the excitement of the people. She met the maid servant of Kausalya and asked about the excitement of the people. The maid servant told her that Rama would be crowned as king of Kosala the next day. She could not digest the happy news. She immediately rushed to the palace of Kaikeyi and told her in acid language, "This is not the time for you to lie down. The danger is approaching you." You and your son Bharata will soon become the servants of King Rama. You think the old king loves you most? His love is false. He did not consider you and your son dear to him. He did not even inform you Rama's coronation. All preparations for coronation are being made without your knowledge. Rama will be crowned tomorrow. Wake up from your slumber. There is no time. Act immediately. Mandara took such liberties with Kaikeyi because Kaikeyi was brought up by her from her childhood. Kaikeyi did not take her words seriously. Oh Mandara! Why are you unhappy? You must feel happy now. Rama is dear to me. Both Rama and Bharata are equal to me. I am really happy to see Rama asking. On this happy occasion, I offer you this chain. Take it and be happy. Mandara was upset and refused to take the chain. She could not control her anger. She again attacked Kaikeyi. You stupid Kaikeyi, you are closing your eyes. Your dear husband hatched a perfect plan to make Rama asking. He deliberately sent Bharata to Kekaya kingdom. It is all pre-planned to keep Bharata away from the capital. He sent messages to all people but not to the king of Kekaya. Why? Can you not think why he kept your father in darkness? King is not your dear husband, but your enemy. If Rama becomes king, your son Bharata will serve him as servant. At the same time, you will be under the control of Kausalya. Kausalya will be the mother of King Rama. Then, what is your position in the royal palace? You still think you are his dear wife, but you have been ignored. Do you still believe that Rama is righteous and loves your son Bharata? Considered Bharata as his rival. One day he will finish him. If you want to save your son Bharata, send him out of Kosala kingdom. Do you forget the insult you have hurled at Kausalya when the king was close to you? Do you think that Kausalya would forget all these insults? So you and your son Bharata will surely face trouble from Rama and his mother Kausalya. Think over it again. Please wake up now. Protect the rights of your son. As mother, it is your duty to protect his rights in the family. I remember once you told me that you saved your husband's life in the war between Devas and Asuras. For that, he granted you two boons. Now it is time for you to request him to honor his words. He cannot go back now. You ask him to make Bharata as king of Kosala and Rama to go to Dandaka forest for a period of 14 years. Please get up and decide. Now Kaikeyi was speechless. She could not find words to reply. She began changing her mind. Finally, she came to the conclusion what Mandara had said was true. She began thinking like... This is why king sent Bharata to Kekeya kingdom. Why the king did not inform her of Rama's coronation? Why the king kept it in secret? Where was the urgency to make Rama asking king of Kosala? Why the king did not send the message to her father, the king of Kekeya? Was it deliberate attempt to keep Bharata away from the capital at the time of coronation? Kaikeyi decided to act immediately. Mandara, who was keenly observing Kaikeyi, was happy about the change in her outlook. She told her, My dear child Kaikeyi, remove all your jewels. Wear an ordinary sari. Keep your hair dishevelled, Stay in Kopagriha. Keep it in dark. Spread a mat on the floor and lay on it. The king will come and request you the reason for your unhappiness do not talk to him immediately take your own time let him come down and say i will promise whatever you want i will give then open your mouth talk pleasantly and then demand your two boons taking these instructions from mandara kaikeyi entered kopagraha and remained there till the arrival of king dasarada after making all arrangements King Dasarada hurried to the palace of Kaikeyi to inform about Rama's coronation. He entered the palace and looked around. He could not find Kaikeyi. The maid servant informed the king that Kaikeyi was in Kopagraha On hearing this, he was taken aback. He entered Kopagruha and went near her. He spoke to her in affectionate voice. Oh, my dear Kaikeyi, I am pained to see you lying on the ground. Are you unwell? Shall I send for royal physician? Did anyone hurt your feelings? Please tell me. I will punish those people. What is in your mind? Please tell me. I cannot bear this suffering. I cannot live without you. If you want anything from me, I will give it. Please get up from the floor. Kaikeyi opened her mouth and began talking. I am alright. No one insulted me. No one has done anything wrong to me. I want something concrete assurance from you. Will you assure me like that? The king said, Ho Kaikei, you know how much I love you. Of all the three queens, you are dear to me. Whatever you ask, I will do it for you. I now swear in the name of Rama that I will grant you anything you want. Rama is part of my life. He is everything to me. Please tell me what you want. Now Kaikei rose from the floor. There was glow in her face and eyes. She succeeded in her game of securing the throne. The king had sworn in the name of Rama. She said, O king, you swear in the name of Rama. Let Indra and other gods bear witness to your words. Let the sun, moon, stars, sky and planets... Be my witnesses. Let the heaven and earth listen to me. This great king of Ikshwakus never swerved from the path of Dharma. He has never spoken untruth. The king had agreed to grant me two boons. I have saved his life in the war between Devas and Asuras. Then he granted me two boons for saving his life. O king, you belong to Ikshwakus family. The Ikshwaku kings were famous in fulfilling the promises they made. I feel and trust you will not go back on your promise. If you refuse to grant them, I will commit suicide. King Dasarada put his hand on her mouth and requested her not to utter such unpleasant words. Kaikeyi continued, You made all preparations for Rama's coronation tomorrow. I am asking you to sanction the two boons now. First, you make my son Bharata as king of Kosala tomorrow. Second, send Rama to Dhandaka Forest for a period of 14 years. I want Rama to be banished today. I hope you enjoyed listening to the first part of Ayodhya Kanda. So let's meet in the next episode. Don't forget to follow this channel to learn more about the epic Ramayana. Thank you.